Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Saturday in the octave of Easter. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Observing the boldness of Peter and John, and perceiving them to be uneducated, ordinary men, the leaders, elders, and scribes were amazed, and they recognized them as the companions of Jesus. Then, when they saw the man who had been cured standing there with them, they could say nothing in reply. So they ordered them to leave the Sanhedrin and conferred with one another, saying, What are we to do with these men? Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that a remarkable sign was done through them, and we cannot deny it. But so that it may not spread any further among the people, let us give them a stern warning never to speak to anyone in this name. So they called them back and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Peter and John, however, said to them in reply, Whether it is right in the sight of God for us to obey you rather than God, you be the judges. It is impossible for us not to speak about what we have seen and heard. After threatening them further, they released them, finding no way to punish them, on account of the people who were all praising God for what had happened. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. The joyful shout of victory in the tents of the just. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Though the Lord has indeed chastised me, yet he has not delivered me to death. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me. Open to me the gates of justice. I will enter them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The just shall enter it. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me and have been my Savior. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus had risen early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told his companions, who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After this, he appeared in another form to two of them walking along on their way to the country. They returned and told the others, but they not they did not believe them either. But later, as the eleven were at table, he appeared to them and rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had been raised. He said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. An old adage goes that there are three things you shouldn't discuss in polite company, religion, politics, and money. Ironically, those three things are perhaps the only topics of substance you can talk about. A person's religion reveals his or her beliefs about a life well-lived. A person's politics reveals his or her thoughts about how we should live together. And money? Well, knowing how much money a person has leads to thoughts about how they use that money which leads back to religion and politics. With those three topics off the table, you've got only small talk, the weather, sports, and what's going on with your crazy family. In other words, nothing important. In today's first reading, the Sanhedrin are in a difficult position. They'd like to punish Peter and John harshly, but the apostles are uber popular at the moment because of the healing 
of the crippled man. So the Sanhedrin take a less risky option. They order Peter and John to just stop talking about Jesus. Stay out of religion. That's our deal, not yours. You're fishermen. You don't know anything about God. But that's the very issue. Peter and John can't stop talking about Jesus because he is all that now matters in their lives. Besides, the NFL didn't exist back then, so they couldn't talk about that. The gospel reading reveals their marching orders. Go out into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. That's the last line of Mark's gospel. Ironically, however, the inspired ending to Mark's gospel was not the original ending, according to a consensus of biblical scholars. Originally, the gospel ended at uh, the, the eighth verse of chapter 16. The setting is Easter morning. Mary Magdalene, the mother, uh, Mary, the mother of James and Salome, go to uh, the tomb to anoint Jesus' body, and his grave is empty. A man dressed in white, presumably an, uh, an angel, tells them that Jesus has been raised. So what do the women do? Well, the last verse of the uh, shorter ending, the eighth verse of 16th of the 16th chapter of Mark says, Then they went out and fled from the tomb, seized with trembling and bewilderment. They said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Apparently, the old adage was true back e uh, even back then. Jesus may be the Son of God, but you're not going to hear it from me. Talking about religion in first century Palestine, of course, could get you killed. But if the gospel ends there, well, the gospel ends there. Meaning, if the end of the story, the gospel narrative, is witnessing the resurrection and not discussing it with anyone, then the gospel, meaning the good news, dies at the empty graveside. And if that happens, then the incarnation is nothing more than a bedtime story with a bad ending. The gospel can't end with you and me, but unless we preach it, unless we visibly live it, we can't call ourselves disciples because to not preach the gospel is a failure to love as Jesus loves. So you've got to find a way to evangelize. But I'd suggest having your dinner guests check their weapons at the door. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Happy Easter! and say a prayer for me.